All right, as always, star five. Well, star nine to start. Sorry, star six to when Moochers. All right, guys, welcome to the fun. Happy Monday, everybody. Uh, my name is Jamal Ely. I'm out of the St. Rose office. What a wonderful day to be alive. Start of the week, start of the smiles. So today, guys, I want to talk to you about consequences. Welcome, welcome. So now that I get to take over Rick, I feel like I'm the boss. Uh, and I think in our real estate career, we're all our own bosses, right? That's the craziest thing is that just most of us have crappy bosses. So in our real estate career, we think of all the good things that we have, but today I want to talk about the consequences of our business. Uh, recently, a really good book that I came on to is what, gets you he wait, wait, what Got You There Won't Get You Here, if I, if I said that correctly, but it's by Marshall Goldsmith. And one of the good things is that he goes around and he talks to all these extremely successful people, and he sets up these little instances of consequences. Now, what I mean by that is recently I had to do an open house. And now if you've ever gone to my success series classes or been around me, probably an open house is probably one of the least favorite things I like to do. And it had such a negative connotation by it, and I didn't know how to fix it because I was just right when I got into real estate, all the people who I respected didn't have good kind of outside views of, of, of open houses. Now, this was a hindrance on me, and honestly, it's not really good mindset to have. So I had to set up certain different consequences to better my, my mindset and go through it. So what I did was every time that somebody heard me talk about poor, an open house poorly, I had to give them $10, which is crazy because in the week, you know, the week following up, people were asking about the open house just to trick me. First day, I gave up about 40 bucks. <laughs> because I made made true it, but I set a consequence of it, and that was to perpetuate the $10. Now, the crazy thing what I didn't understand is that when I would be door knocking for the open house or I'd be calling for the open house, I would have a negative mindset subconsciously, and I think, to me, when I would be talking to people or door knocking, I wouldn't really be basing it off the open house, and they didn't feel welcome and friendly to go into it. Now, this, I did the open house on Friday, oh, sorry, on Saturday, and it was probably one of the better open house I had. I picked up three new clients. We had multiple offers, over $20,000. The good part is the ones that we did have, I actually wrote one of them. And another, another thing that we did was people, I had them give me feedback on not only the open house, but just about myself. And a lot of the neighbors came by and they said, we only came by because you were so friendly when we talked to you and you really sold the open house. So it was crazy and mind-boggling to me that I had such a bad interpretation of open houses because I feel as business owners, we always have these kind of instances where we don't want to do certain things because we have such a poor, I guess, visualization of them. And that comes off to our clients, and that really isn't a really good way to run our business because I know a lot of people who have great success with open house, how they even build a business off that. So who am I to say it doesn't work or have a negative connotation about it if it truly does work? It's one of the staples of our business is where people can get it, and it's a great way to call in the area and door knock, obviously, and get your name out there. Um, so does anybody have any – because I kind of want to make it a workshop and people talk. 
Does anybody else have like a consequence system or something that they do to kind of stop themselves so they can more habitualize success and, and kind of take it? I'd love if anyone wanted to share about it. Star six to unmute yourself. Hey, Jamal, it's Amanda. Amanda. Hi. So just to share as far as consequences, I have an agent who – He's created this for himself. If he doesn't get to the gym by 5 a.m. and prove that he's there, he owes me 100 bucks or a charity Ooh. of choice, 100 bucks. And then uh, 7.30 arrival at the office um, is 100 bucks if it doesn't happen as well. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> I love that, right? Yes. See, there's a hope. That's great. Thanks for sharing, Amanda. You're I mean, welcome. So little, little, it's little things like that is what's going to make us in the future just become better people. So if you ever go to my success thing, I'm really, really a big proponent on working on yourself is twice as hard. It's a, it's a compound effect. We don't just go to the gym to go to the gym, but there has to be a reason why we're going. Higher energy levels, having more repetition, and the more that we have a routine of what our schedule is, the more we can put ourselves on auto drive to keep on getting success, keep on getting momentum. Like I always try to identify with the words of the year. So things that I could set my goals to that I can understand. So I always have like an escape plan of, of, of a word that I can go down to and really anchor myself to. So this year's word was inertia. And going to the gym and being on your schedule, that's like the perfect example of inertia. Because too many times, especially with you know, our egotistical brain and our monkey brain, it's okay for us to not go to the gym one day. And the crazy part is we help justify that. But if there's no consequences to it, the $100, the, you know, the, 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 not even the shame, but that, that negative effect, it gets easier and easier and easier for inertia not to take the forward momentum but take the backwards momentum. And that's like the craziest thing because even in our business, we're always looking for stop and go business, right? I have a lot of new agents I work with, and it cracks me up because they'll get one or two deals and think they're, oh, you know what, we're done. We no longer need to do this anymore. And especially with, like, very veteran agents who have been here for 14 years, they just say, ah, well, you know, I had a really good January and February. I decided to take off. Now, for a lot of us who have been in the business and we're always pumping the well, you know that the real estate cycle is in 90 days. And the moment that you take your hand off that well, that water goes down, and then you've got to pump it back up again. So inertia is going to be really, really important to it. Consequences are going to be huge. So I would invite all you guys to set up some consequences by yourself and get a little bit more accountability. For instance, we do uh, seven-day commitments. I run a small prospecting group. And for seven days, it's probably going to last longer, but for the next seven days, if any one of us in the prospecting group says, but, no, and however, it's $10. So one of the things that no but however does and what, how we use it in conversation is that we'll try to position ourselves as the authority, as the neighborhood expert. And at the end of the day, it's kind of conflicted. The way we kind of set that up is, oh, I want this price. You want this price. Well, great. However, or you want this price. But so we try to have that kind of like that compliment sandwich going on where it's, you know, say something nice, but we don't really agree. And then we say something nice again to get them what they want. That's not really a good way to conversate to people. We have to make small incremental shifts on what we're trying to do and how we're trying to get our message across. And the crazy part is we need to find ways to habitualize it. So I feel like the more that we put consequences up, the more accountability can set in. 
So people don't go anymore to just go to the gym, go to the gym. That's more of an escape plan. People have to want to go to the gym. But it's not necessarily when we want to do things where we, we see the most improvement. It's when we don't want to do things to see the much improvement. So now the agent that Amanda was talking about, it's not that, oh, you know, he doesn't want to go to the gym. He just doesn't want to lose $100 for it. He now is going to start habitualizing the process to it. So now the $100 is going to be, he's going to have to find different angles and different ways to, to really incentivize himself. So that's great, but the crazy part is we're always going to have to have these different set of consequences as our literally like our back door to our success. So, you know, I wanted to talk, what are some things that we could do as agents? Just like, you know, Amanda said, well, 730, you have to prove it that you're there. At this time, you have to be at the gym. What are some other things that we could do that, you know, obviously not next week, not next month, but today, maybe right when we're after the call, maybe when we're on our calls or we're prospecting or even that we're, we're in the office that we can do to more habitualize our success and what are some things that we could do to set a little bit more consequences in our day. I love to hear, especially with all that. I mean, I'm doing the no button, however. What are some things that, that you guys want to would like to do or like to get rid of? No, nothing? Okay, guys. Okay. Y'all got it figured out. I love it. So there's a couple of different avenues that I like to take to it. One of the big ones is I am going. So I wake up at 4.30. Meditation is a huge part of my day. One of the things that I'm really trying to work on is doing my gratitude journal. So my gratitude journals, I always am a big proponent of when you go to sleep, you always have to try to go to sleep with some kind of positivity from the day. It helps you wake up better person. And the last thing is if you're writing, like, positive things, I think you really have a big, a big leg up on the next day. And for a lot of people, you've got to realize that your actual day starts when you go to sleep, how much sleep you get, what kind of thoughts you take into the next day. And really, if you have a vision for the next day, it helps you complete it and not just get out of the day but get from the day. So in saying that, one of the big constitution, well, one of the big things that uh, I took a lot of accountability in is I got two new accountability partners. Now, I've always usually had one accountability partner, but this year, you know, I have really big goals, especially with, uh, you know, doing Success Center with things in my personal life and, you know, just trying to grow my business 20% year over year, 20% and just trying to get close to doubling it. Uh, I decided that I need more accountability in my life. So for accountability-wise, I put, took on another accountability partner, and I have a, a really of a deadline to join another mastermind group within the next three months. So my consequence if I don't do that is kind of similar to Amanda's, but I have to send $500 to someone I really don't like, this competing agent who, you know, is, He's a friend, but he's a friend in another brokerage, and he's got basically like three deals over being listing presentations. So he's had the opportunity to, to get three of my clients, and they were really good clients. And I always i am a big proponent of healthy competition, but, you know, competition, I, believe, I think, brings in cooperation, and cooperation is, you know, having more accountability, having more mastermind groups to figure out how I can, 
you know, make a better self, kind of shut down the ego, don't listen to the drunk monkey and keep on moving forward. So my consequence to that, if I don't find it, I have to give him money. Ooh, ooh, it's tough. It's tough, tough, tough. And then on top of that, within my own accountability, if we don't get our 120 contacts in a week, it's, it's $100 on that as well. And then we have to sign the money too, so we really, really take it a step further. So consequences in that, I mean, now that since we've been doing it, I've, I've only had to write $100. One, I only had to sign $100 bills so far, but it really sets my mindset up to really getting what I want to do and putting that forward into my business and into what is my most valuable priorities. So that's another thing that we have to look at is what are our most valuable priorities? What are things that we know that we should be doing, but the, just the overall every day of it, the distractions get in our way, and then we figure that we can put those to the side, and then 5 o'clock comes around, and then we don't have the time that, that we make up for to do those things. So consequences are really the things that are going to set you free. Consequences are really going to put it in perspective. What are, the, what are your most valued priorities? So for people on the call right now, what are some of your most valuable priorities and what are some of the things that you know you have to accomplish every day? We know that prospecting, but even in your personal life, what are some things that you really hold true to? What are some things that you really, really want to have and you know you should be done every single day? Whoever hey, would hey, like to interject. This <laughs> is Sherry. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hi, Sherry. Good morning. Hi. So I just wanted to share something I started a little while ago. It's uh, from Tony Robbins, and it's mm-hmm. three questions that you ask at the end of the day. It's kind of oh, like yeah. what you were talking about. And so it's what have I given today, what did I learn today, and how has today added to the quality of my life? And so because I know I have those questions that I have to answer at the end of the day, it keeps me focused and reminding me of what I need to do during the day. I like that. What have I given? What did I learn? What was that last one? Uh, And how has today added to the quality of my life? Oh, yeah. Added to the quality of my life. Those are big questions, right? Yeah. So I just thought I'd share that. No, I appreciate that, Shelly. That's fantastic. (laughs) I mean, one of the things, you know, I hate to do the shame if you plug, but, you know, Success Center has been a really good uh, mechanism for me just to work on my communication, transfer information. But more importantly, it's not, you know, I try to tell people, I'm like a real estate third or fifth in my life. You know, you still have to be, you know, uh, a good boyfriend, good stepdad, good all these other things. And it gets overwhelming, especially when you have to deal with clients, and it's hard for it. So I think those are fantastic questions. I mean, what have I given? What kind of value am I doing? When we talk about, like, our business standards especially, like, we have hours of operation. Everyone here should have an hours of operation. Because if you don't have a really set hours of operation, what are you really giving to your personal life? So I love that. You know, what have I learned? That's fantastic. Because too many times, and I, I mentioned a little bit briefly, but we're trying to get out of the day. and We're not really taking from the day. If you guys ever read, like, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, oh, it's so good. And it's crazy because as a newer agent, I used to think if I got 1% better, Every single day, at the end of it, I'm 365% better than I started, and that's not true. You are over like 5,000 better because those little small instances compound. But you always have to, to be looking for them. 
you know, the two things that we never get back ever, we can, not renewable resources, is time and energy. So where am I putting my energy at? And what have I been doing with my time? So those are good. Out of this, you know, it's funny. When I started out, the, my favorite thing that I look at was Suzanne out of the Sahara office. One of the best questions that I, she always taught me, at the very end of my day, I had to ask myself, would I fire myself today? Ooh, I'd get a referral or something. I know some days I'll get written up and everything, but would I fire myself today is such a great question because just like we talked about, we're all our own boss and we're all our own CEOs of our business. And too many times we look past it, we make it easy to justify us not doing our job or us not showing up to work or us not going to the gym or us not doing our meditations or us not spending valuable time with our kids, our family, our friends. And that helps us with our energy. That helps us recharge the batteries. But, you know, we make it easy because we're too tired. We're too everything else. And it comes down to, you know, how, how committed and convicted are you to yourself? So I love those questions by Tony Robbins. Those are really good because that's the first one's the most important. What do you give? You always, you know, we always use these, you know, these different kind of sayings. What do I, you know, you got to give, you got to give to get. So for you, like, what are you giving to your kids? What are you giving to your business? What are you giving to your body? What are you giving to your mind? And then if you don't do, what are the consequences so you could habitualize them back and make sure you don't do it again? Because if you don't, it's going to be too easy to justify you letting yourself off easy. And if, you know, that's the craziest thing. You know, today, Monday, March 29th, 2021, will never happen again. So what do you want to get from it? Who do you want to talk to? Who do you want to make time for? And what do you want to do that's going to make a difference? What did you learn today? How are you going to seek out information? What are you going to learn that you didn't know yesterday or didn't know a couple hours ago? I mean, these are all important things because we're always growing. And if we're not growing, everyone knows we're dying. So what sets you apart? What's your superpower? I love using that thing like, oh, what's your superpower? It's like very Tony Robbins-y, but you go in there and you've got to understand what got you here is not going to get you there. But what made you right now into this moment is what your superpower is. You know, we all just didn't wake up and become real estate agents. We don't all have the potential to make a million dollars, but we do have the potential to make a difference. So how are we going to really transfer that energy? How are we going to learn to conversate better? How are we going to go do that open house, even though we don't want to, and then change our minds about it? How are we going to knock on that door when we get that irking feeling of that anxiety, like, I don't want to do this, or making that call when they know the last person we talked to kind of shut us out and was negative to us? We can never let anyone's attitude, depending on our, basically have any kind of effect on our goals and how we're going to move forward. So set up consequences, guys. Let's set up things so we can be successful. So thank you for that. Anyone else want to share some of the things about their most valued priorities or things that they kind of take with every day so they can hold themselves accountable? I'd love to hear it. Not everyone all at once, guys. I know it's Monday. We got those cases of the Mondays. All right, going once, going twice. Woo woo. <laughs> so, keys on mindset. I mean, that's what I really like to go to. 
Um, Rick did want me to have a little bit of time just to talk if anyone did want to talk about things that they're going through or different issues that they, you know, want to deal about prospecting or what the overall, you know, if they had any challenges or concerns they wanted to go over. Did anyone want to talk about, you know, prospecting or challenges in their business or victories in their business or successes? Especially in this market right now. Or did you want me to share my thoughts on some of the things that I've been doing? Oh, no. Okay. Okay. I thought I heard some shuffling, but... So, guys, what do you guys want to talk about? Because I know it's like a podcast. We've got about nine minutes. There's a lot of being a crazy thing going on in the market right now. There's probably some really good producing agents on here as well. Is there anything that you guys want to share that's been helping out? Uh, one of the things that actually works for me from this last open house is I started prospecting a lot more listing agents. So um, basically, well, let me go back. So in this market, how many of you have had trouble getting offers accepted on basically for if you're a buyer's agent, how many of you guys have had problems getting your offers accepted? Anybody? All the, we can all the time. Oh my yeah, God. right? It's, Even it's insane in the right million, now. I've got between 250 and 3 million. It doesn't matter the price. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Who is that? This is Sherry. Sherry, I love it. So <laughs> a thing that I started to pivot to because we're always – uh, Sherry, how long have you been in the business for? Uh, a little over six years. I started in 2014. See, six years, 2014. I've been in three. And guess what, Sherry? I know agents in 20 and 30 years who are having the same problem. Yeah. And they've never seen a mark like this technically since 2007, 2008. Because everyone's like, oh, I'm going to wait till then. But people were not getting offers accepted to them, and I wasn't in there. See, the problem mm -hmm. is investors yeah. were coming in and killing everybody, right? Yeah. So this is something that we should talk about because some of the pivot things, and I guess I'll share some of the ideas, is I started prospecting top producing listing agents from different companies all over the place. So legitimately, I had to go to Keller Williams. I went to Keller Williams last week, and I started prospecting in the bullpen, went to the broker, said, hey, who, who has the most listings here? And they said, this guy. And I literally would just introduce myself. Guess how many offers I got accepted last week for my buyers? Dose, <laughs> two, in contract. So we got to find ways to pivot. So in your brokerage, in people around you, everyone knows who the big players are, and we can take Prado's principle from the 90-10 rule, right? 10% of the agents do 90% of the work, so then we have to identify who those 10% are. Or we need to find different ways to be constructed because we know if they go to MLS, it's going to be terrible, right? The MLS, is that's a 72-hour that's window. So you went to Keller Williams looking for off-market properties? Yeah, and Caldwell Banker. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a Mike Ferry agent. Look, what, wait a minute. Do I go beat my head to the wall going looking in the MLS, or do I try to be constructive and build relationships with people who I say, look, I'm in here. This is my credentials. I'm really trying to get it. Would you just do me a favor? I just want to go introduce myself so you can put a face and name. I know that you have a lot of stuff. 
here's what we're looking for. All my buyers are already, already willing to put, because we know what this market is. Hey, we're willing to go over asking with appraisal contingencies. I just want the fair and partial opportunity to introduce myself, and then we can go from there. And if you have something that, will you just let me know? I would love the opportunity to bring you a buyer and work. And look, I'll make it easy, hassleless, contingencies out the window, because they're going to do it anyway, right? Right. And it helps us vent who's motivated or not. To be a buyer's agent, oh, my God. But now I can get it where we're first day on market where zero is in there. Or most of them, especially with this, they're getting hit from temporary off market right off the bat. I put it $780,000 listing, and I, I literally bet the seller. I said, look, you want to go for, uh, I think she wanted to go for 820 I said, no, that's, we, we already know. And they got an appraisal, and the appraisal was at 730 we knew it because it was uh, basically it's a living trust when the father died. She wanted to go super far up. I said, listen, I could put your home, if the, if the comps are saying $800,000 is market value in this neighborhood, and I put your home on the market for $1, how much do you think your home is going to sell for? How much do you guys think? 800000 800000 yeah. Guess what? I put it on for seven eighty. That's the open house I did. I picked up two clients. Guess how much cash offers we have at eight hundred thousand? Three. <laughs> yep. Are you going to get above eight hundred thousand now? And I picked up two new buyers, and I have higher end listings now, and I have two basically high end clients who already know. I've already demonstrated because I was there, I was friendly, and I was excited to be at the open house because oh, I took a whole week switching my mindset to be like, oh my god, I'm so excited to be at an open house. And it felt in them. Basically, I transferred that energy to them. They're like, I like working with this guy. He's, he's got something about him. Instead of being like, oh, well, I'm here for three hours. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> so I love small open I just don't like the signs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? You got to pick them up. See, I'm just <laughs> like, ugh. But, oh, see, if anyone gets me, that's $10. <laughs> so it's, uh, it, but it's a mind shift shift. There's nothing wrong with it. I just see my thing is I perform. I like the tasks. The, if I do the task, the outcome takes care of itself. So my door knocking is what I love. I love calling people. I love giving people the good news. For me to sit there for three hours, I mean, I had a bad connotation from it, but I got deals from it, so it works. Yeah. I just have to switch my own mindset, and isn't that what it is for us? We all have different things that we're going to have to switch our mindsets for. We all have different things, especially where we're at right now, where we're going to have to pivot. So, yeah, now that I'm, I'm doing it, when I call people, that's what I'm selling to them. How would you feel if you could sell your house and not even have to go to the open market? Because now what am I doing? Now I can say this on a listing presentation. Hey, I'm going to go to the top producing agents and let them know right off the bat that I have an off-market listing for you. In turn, what are they going to give me? They're going to try to give me an off-market listing in return. So now I'm creating value between me and another agent. I'm creating the relationship. It's not about it's not about competition. It's about cooperation. And yeah. the most active, the most proactive, the most person who's going to be more convicted than anybody else, and who's going to be more committed to their clients and taking that that effort out of it, that's who's going to win. And it has nothing to do with anyone else. We can't compare ourselves, but we got to figure out ways how to be more convicted than the next agent next to us. Yep. Yep. This has been awesome. I'm glad you did this for us today. <laughs> what? Oh, geez. Thank you. Hopefully you guys took some stuff from it. You know, I do, uh, you know, if you guys ever want to see, I do run the Success Center. So we do, um, you just have to get with your managers. 
and then um, they give you a link. So even if we are open from you know, the Arizona, California, and all Nevada markets, uh, I do the class from 9 to 10. And then if you guys are interested in prospecting, I do run a prospecting group that's open to everyone. We have from Codwell Banker, from Keller Williams. I like to invite everyone, especially I have like, I'm a Mike Ferry agent. So we have Mike Ferry people come in. Uh, but it's really good. And we don't look for different ways. We just try to get it where people can find better ways to improve their skills. We're not there to like rag on people. And you really don't even have to prospect. A lot of people just come in to listen. I just How like to see it where – you just email me um, if it's a – you can either get it from your managers and they'll give me the uh, email address for the success series. Um, it's every day uh, – well, sorry, it's Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday from 9 to 10. And then my prospecting group is open from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. The only days I'm not in there is on Tuesdays. But all the rest of the week it's open. You have a lot of people just come in. And really the message in there is even if you don't prospect, we want you to get to at least 30 minutes. You can get to 30 minutes, you can get to an hour. You can get to an hour, you can get to two hours. The thing about it is if you increase and get your contacts up, just one to three a day adds one to three transactions at the end of your year. So we're always looking at ways to improve, and I'd love to see everybody who, you know, has, you know, wants to kind of learn more about prospecting. We have people who, because uh, it's via Zoom, who will put the phone in their, uh, in their pockets while they're door knocking. So we can kind of hear what they're saying. And that's what it's all about. We just try to improve the communication between you and your clients so you can get more deals. And we have people from all over the markets too. Like we had one of my friends from Minnesota came in, another friend from Colorado. And they're willing to, to kind of share how they do and some of their techniques so they can close more deals and, you know, us as well. So, we, you know, we'd love to share that with you. So the only thing, you, have, you can either email me at J-A-M-A-A-L-E at B-H-H-S-N-V.com or get with your managers, and they should be able to, to get the link from the broker. But, yeah, I'm about to start class in, you know, 30 minutes, so I welcome you guys all. But thank you guys so much for listening to me. I know sometimes I sound crazy. Hopefully it was helpful. You know, take it with a grain of salt, question everything I say. Have a great day, guys. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.